Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives. And I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, 33 plus years now, you're inside looking the world of combat sports. Yes, the man was correct. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways. Having defended that title, as I said, better than 33 years straight up today, we're talking the future of the middleweight division. Has it changed? Was Gennady Golovkin's performance last week, was it that off? Did he lose? It was a close fight. I'll tell you all that stuff after the first bell. Of course, we've got open phone lines around the world. But you don't have to join me on the toll-free because some people do feel a little comfortable talking on the phone. But you can call me on the text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. But Golovkin was a winner last week. Still undefeated now, 37 0, 34 KOs. What can I say? 33 KOs. Still a man. I mean, he's he's no doubt about it. Danny Jacobs put up a great fight and, you know, he got up off the canvas and that. But at the end of the night, Golovkin did a little bit more and I believe he did deserve to win. Even though after the fight, after 12 rounds, I looked down at my scorecard and it read 114 to 113 for Danny Jacobs. Then I went back and looked at the fight again, scored each round with the sound off, and I came back with. 115-113 for Gennady Golovkin. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. This is Ring Talk, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 203, and the American Forces Network. Live from Sports Byline, this is Ring Talk. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
call because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens. Starting from $199 a night, join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to lodgeattiburon.com. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. courtesy of Home Box Office, not HBO, Home Box Office. Of course, it was abbreviating called HBO, but in the uh, in the initial days, it was Home Box Office. Of course, they led the way as far as televised fights were concerned, and last week, they held a bit of a, a pay-per-view event. Of course, it was live from the mecca of boxing, Madison Square Garden. I'm talking about Gennady Glockman, the undefeated world middleweight champion. I mean, you know, people said it was an off night for him. Yeah, it may have been, but he still won. 37-0, 33-KOs, as I said earlier. Danny Jacobs, a formidable foe. The best middleweight in the United States, maybe the second best middleweight in the planet. But he fought a little bit too scary for me when I looked at it the second time. When I looked at it the first time, I think I was hyped up. Into, you know, you know, even though judges are supposed to be, you know, objective in this, and I think you get caught up a little bit of the hype and the fact that, you know, he had beaten cancer and this and that and, you know, anything they were close maybe. Anyway, the bottom line was at the end of 50, at the end of 12 rounds, uh, Gennady Glodkin had landed far more blows, far more telling blows, and Danny Jacobs had put up a good fight after getting up off the ground. No doubt about it. He was down in round four. He got up. Um, give him props for that. He fought on. He fought smart. Virgil Hunter, of course, his corner man from Oakland, California. Of course, uh, the man that propelled Andre Ward to the top of the boxing world. But trainer Virgil Hunter, he was so smart in that corner. 
the right amount of motivation, the might, the right amount of psychology, the right amount of of of, um, of direction. It was just it was a pretty good corner there. And if you ever want to watch a corner and how to, you know, how can I put this? Cornermen are cornermen, and then there are really superior cornermen. And a superior cornerman, a superior trainer, uh, both are guys that can get guys to go to another level. See, um, that was something that some guys couldn't do. Um, Oscar, you know, Roger uh, Floyd Mayweather, I thought he, you know, as a senior, the father, I thought he had a problem training guys and bringing them to another level. In other words, he can go in there and bring guys and keep them at their par. I never thought they got any better under Floyd Mayweather Sr. So that's what I was trying to say as far as trainers are concerned. But Danny Jacobs and Golovkin, good 12-round fight. Uh, does it demand a rematch? I don't know. I mean, it, it, listen, somebody said to me there was a robbery that Danny Jacobs got robbed. And I saw this stuff on social media. Listen, a robbery when somebody puts a gun to your head and you win 10 rounds of two and you lose the fight. That's a robbery, okay? A one-point fight either way. 114, 113, 115, 113, uh, whichever, you know, if it's one or two points either way, that only means it's like one round or two rounds could have went in another direction in which you saw it uh, differing from the opinions of the judges. So it's only one or two rounds there, maybe one round that could that, that was really controversial as far as that entire fight was concerned. But when you break it on down at the end of the night, Golovkin landed far more, as I said, far more blows, landed the far more effective blows. The other guy was, he was gutsy. And I think we were giving him far too much credit for being gutsy. That being said, Danny Jacobs deserves a hell of a lot of props. He is now 32-2. and two, And may his future continue to be looked bright. Of course, the guy that beat bone cancer. Anybody that can kick bone cancer's ass, um, you think that anything else would be like secondary, right? Well, Golovkin, I guess a little bit stronger than cancer because he couldn't kick a Golovkin's ass. But the upset of the night. And that's, that's, this was sort of cool. I sort of like this because, you know, rarely do countries like Thailand and and and, and uh, some of the Singapore, some of the small countries over there, um, re- rarely Malaysia, do they have a champion that they can brag about, okay? And, you know, a lot of times they put up these guys and they get them ranked number one by the, the by a various sanctioning body, and then you find out they couldn't lick a stamp, you know, if you wet their tongue. I mean, they just couldn't. They couldn't spell five. You put the letters on a piece of paper for them. We told told you to put them together. They just they just don't have it. Okay, but one guy that does have it was this guy named I call him WW, and it's Wasakil Wangik. And he came over to fight the best fighter pound for pound in the world outside of maybe Golovkin and Roman Gonzalez. Gonzalez was like forty six and zero. I think he yeah no draws. Um, and never lost a fight as an amateur. Never lost as an amateur or pro. And in the first round, he was on his ass. I mean, this Thailand guy, this Thailander came to fight, man. It was like no punk in him whatsoever. And it made things, how can I put it? It made the night. This is the fight that made the night. The Golovkin-Jacobs fight eh, didn't live up to the, the fireworks that you were expecting. But here was this little gutty Thai fighter, okay? And, you know, and he was fighting Gonzalez, who I think he had a physical size advantage over, because Gonzalez is a guy that's moving up from 108, 112 pounds to 115 pounds. And believe me, as I said, and I've said many, many times before, there's a difference between a 115-pound and 112-pound fighter, especially if they're weighing in the day before. Okay, so Gonzalez, basically a 112-pound fighter, came in at 114 and a half. This WW, I mean, he just he just came, and after dropping him the first round, he kept working him and working him, and working him, and working him, and he wouldn't give him up. And, and Gonzalez was bleeding like a pig, 
And, you know, and I do want to say the referee, Steve Willis, um, Steve, maybe that blood wasn't coming down into his eye, but it sure did look bad. It looked bad for him. It looked like a wrestling cut. You know, we're like Rick, Rick Flair has bladed himself so he can bleed all over the place. Oh, he's bleeding. He's bleeding. Yeah, but it looked like a wrestling cut. It was that bad. But Roman Gonzalez pretty busted up there. Unintentional clash of heads, according to the referee. The fight wasn't stopped. I thought maybe the fight should have been stopped probably in any other jurisdiction outside of a, a promotion in which he's almost like the house fighter. I think that would have been stopped. Had they been in Mexico, that fight would have been stopped. I think no doubt about it, whether it was 46-0 or not. Just that the Mexicans would have stopped before the fourth round, before the fight became official. They would have found a way. I'm just kidding. Hey, they did that with Chavez. You think I'm kidding? Julio Cesar Chavez uh, Sr., of course, the, the iconic figure, the man that, that that spells out Mexican boxing. I mean, of course, him and his son, of course, going to uh, go up against uh, Canelo Alvarez in May. But early on, I think it was early on, he was disqualified. He hit some guy and he was down. And Jose Suleiman went in there. And, you know, Jose, so that's what I, when I corner Jose on, on this, he didn't deny it. He went in there and he had the record change. He said, look, he was beating them and beating. He was beating them handily. He had him on. He had him on the way down. It was an accidental clip. We consider the foul accidental, not not to be uh, intentional, and therefore we changed the fight from a disqualification to a winner. Whatever they did, anyway, Chavez remained unbeaten. Of course, did I, remember, did I tell you the story? Some of you may remember this. In Las Vegas, in March of 1990. Of course, I'm talking about. Wow, it's that long ago. In 1989. Was 89? No, it was 90. 90. Of course, the Chavez-Taylor fight, I was in town for that fight, and I went looking for Mexicans. I know that sounds a little racist or a little funny, but I was at the Las Vegas Hilton, which was the host hotel for the fight, and there were no Mexicans in the audience and the crowd in the, in the lobby in order to interview about the fight because I was doing radio the next morning and this and that, you know. So anyway, I wanted to know. So I went looking for Mexicans. I went and got jumped into a cab, and I told the guy, listen, I need to find some Mexicans, Mexican fight fans. He goes, hey, okay, I'll take you to a Mexican uh, sports bar in North Las Vegas. So they, North Las Vegas, no difference from Las Vegas, right? So he drops me off of the cab, out of the cab, and as I walk up and I walk through the front door, I look down and I notice there's a puddle of blood right near the front door. Hmm, not a good thing if you're going into a nightclub, right? So I go into the nightclub. I sit down. I find some fans that are fans. We're talking about Chavez and Chavez and Taylor the next day. I get friendly with them, and then I drop the bomb on them. I said that Suleiman changed his record and that he wasn't undefeated. He actually lost a five-year disqualification, and these guys were ready to stab me. I backed my way out of that North Las Vegas club, got back into my taxi cab 35 or 40 minutes later, and never looked back on Las Vegas ever again. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Two ways to contact us. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. That's the toll-free or the text line. 415-275-1613. That's right. The text line. 415-275-1613. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline. Since I have predicted that I'll be the champion the time I'm 21, well, naturally, everybody's coming to see you win. And they represent your thinking. These represent dynamite. <laughs> Damn. He will be mine in round nine. And if he makes me sore, I'll cut it to four. Thank you very much. And Thank if that much. don't do, we'll get him in two. <laughs> if he runs, we'll get him in one. <laughs> and then your heart. 
right, you know I'm right. If this bomb go over five rounds, I won't return to the United States for 30 days. That's battle. I walked into L- London, England, I jumped off the airplane. And Cleopatra was at ringside to witness. Can this Louisville lip come over here and call the exact round again? We don't believe it. The fifth round came. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Hey there. Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. Just call 800-507-1148. Your pain-relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy-to-use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Would you be interested in fighting Apollo Creed for the World Heavyweight Championship? No. Apollo's seen you fight. He wants to fight you. Well, it's just that you see, uh, 
I fight in clubs, you know. I'm really a ham and egg or this guy, he's the best, and uh, it wouldn't be such a good fight. But th thank you very much, you know. I appreciate it. You know. Do you believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. Apollo Creed does. And he's going to prove it to the whole world by giving an unknown a shot at the title. And that unknown is you. He picked you, Rocky. Rocky, it's the chance of a lifetime. You can't pass it by. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Hey, yo. Sylvester Stallone, member of the International Boxing Hall of Fame. Does it deserve to be? Of course, that movie Rocky, of course, brought boxing back, people thought. In the 1980s, of course, when the first Rocky movie broke out. And of course, there's been like 19 movies since then. But, you know, all in all, I, I think Stallone does deserve, does deserve to have his spot in the International Boxing Hall of Fame. So I'm supportive of him. But as far as an interviewee and an interviewer is concerned, he's a turd. He just, a I mean, he just is. I interviewed him in Vegas after the Contender TV show. I guess it was about 2004. And um, it led to a breakup with a girlfriend. But anyway... But that's for another story for another day. But and I'm going back and forth and talking this and that. And, you know, he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't really want to be involved with this. He doesn't want to do any interviews. He doesn't want to do anything at all. I mean, Stallone just wants to be Stallone, which is cool, I guess, when you've got as much money as he does. Bottom line is he is a Hall of Famer in the International Boxing Hall of Fame, and I think the World Boxing Hall of Fame as well. More power to him. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, you're inside. Look into the world of boxing and MMA. We'll talk MMA at 40 minutes past the hour. Um, but I'm looking at at this at the Ties record, and it's not much to boast about. He lost to Carlos, Carlos Quadras a while back. And of course, Quadras thinks he can beat Gonzalez, and that's funny because when you go round-robin style versus style, one guy can beat another guy, but he can't beat another guy, that kind of stuff. Anyway, right now, uh, Waslick is number one in the world at and there's no doubt about it, at 115. I mean, after beating Roman the way she did, and Roman never lost a fight either as an amateur or a pro. And when you think about those stats, having never lost a fight in your life, you get dropped in the first round, you get cut, you're all busted up. Now, I will say this, that the uh, that the tie lost a point for headbutting and, uh, in round six for headbutting. He lost one point. And there was another fight in which he's lost a point or so for headbutting in prior fights. But if you look at the fights that led up to this fight, how he kept busy in 2016. I mean, he fought a couple of, fought a lot of schmears in 2016. I mean, look at this. Fought one guy that was 3-5, and five, one guy that was 12-19, and 19, another guy that was pro debut, another guy that was pro debut. And then he comes back and he beats the best fighter pound for pound in the world and maybe outside of Golovkin. That is a significant accomplishment, no doubt about that. But he prepped himself. He prepped himself in the gym. And he was throwing and throwing and throwing. And just when he thought he wasn't going to throw anymore. And he wasn't. He didn't throw pretty. This wasn't pretty. This wasn't anything pretty. It wasn't Willie Pep or anything like that. And speaking of Willie Pep, I'll be doing, doing an in-depth show. The next Sunday show, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The forthcoming show this weekend will be all about Willie Pep. The first hour of boxing. All about the Willie the Wisp. And uh, how this great fighter. I mean, he was one of the greatest fighters of all time how I spent some time with him in 1993, the International Boxing Hall of Fame. And, you know, when you spend time with these guys and then, you know, they pass away and then 10, 15 years later, 20 years later, you look back and think, wow, what special memories were. But Willie, Willie Pep was a classy guy, no doubt about that, at least in my regards. But Roman Gonzalez is done as far as his undefeated mark is concerned. Of course, he'll probably come back and, 
Get a rematch with Wissica Wangek, but Wangek is now 42 and 4. He's been stopped a couple times. 38 kills, and he is the world champion, of course, at 115 pounds. Now, the rest of the card, I don't know. It wasn't a whole lot to write home about. I mean, you know, Quadris was a, Quadris was a winner on the undercard. I guess that's supposed to set up the rematch with uh, Gonzalez, but Gonzalez lost, so it probably sets up the rematch with Wangek because Gonzalez is not going to be ready to fight for a long, long, long time. I mean a long time. He was cut so bad, he's not going to fight at least for six months. He can't get into a gym and take any anything to the side of his face probably for maybe four, three to four months. And then there's, you know, a couple of months training after that. So he's out for four months, no doubt about it, as far as his face is concerned. That's how bad that cut was. So Gonzalez is done. So if they can't make this Gonzalez and Wangak rematch, I guess they can make the Quadras and Wangak rematch. And, of course, Quadras has already beat Wangak. And it's interesting how one guy can beat another, but he can't beat another. And, of course, man, guy 46-0 and getting elite. Mm -hmm. God, I, I, don't know, I don't know one more to say, except that I think it was a, a, one hell of an upset. And it ranks up there in my mind with uh, when the Thai beat, was it the Thai fighter? It was Rolando Pasquale. Maybe it was the Philippines. But he beat uh, Humberto Chiquita Gonzalez in 1990, I believe, or 89. At the Inglewood Forum, and he was a 101, 101 underdog. 101, I kid you not. Like at fight time, it was like 50, but 101 underdog. Can you, holy cow. 101 underdog. And he goes in there and he beats the best fighter pound for pound in the world. At that time, Gonzalez was like 46 and 0 with like 43 knockouts. He was amazing. This is an amazing fighter. And he was fighting at 108 pounds. Of course, he hadn't yet fought Carbajal in that, that, I think they had a trilogy, but the first fight in 1993 was one of the Greatest boxing matches of all time. I think that was held at the Las Vegas Hilton in Las Vegas. But, man, Carball, Gonzalez. But when Gonzalez quit against Pasqua, you can see the Associated Press uh, shot, the, the the AP photographer shot the picture there as the referees counted him out. And you see me standing up there on the ring apron. Well, get your ass up. Get up. Because if ever there was a guy taking a dive, it was Chiquita Gonzalez that night because he had gotten beaten up. Didn't want to get beat up anymore. He said, you know what? I've had enough. I'm not going to allow you to beat me up anymore. So he decided he was getting out and getting out soon. So that takes care of the review of last week's card, as far, I think, as, far as I'm concerned. Um, now, looking towards the future. Man, what can I say? April 29th, of course, we'll talk about Vladimir Klitschko, former WBO and World Heavyweight Champion, taking on Anthony Joshua, the current IBF title holder. Joshua, 18-0, 18 wax. What can you say? El Perfecto. Of course, Klitschko, 64 and 4, 53 KOs. Of those four losses, what's significant is that three times Klitschko was knocked out. That's right, Klitschko was knocked out. But then Emmanuel Stewart, the late Emmanuel Stewart, the Cronk Jim Goldfather from Detroit, Michigan, the Motown magician, he came into Klitschko's life, I think, with the uh, Devero D. Williamson fight, came into his, his world and, and came into Klitschko's world with that fight. And of course, Klitschko didn't look so great in that fight, but after that fight, Klitschko never looked bad ever again, of course, until he lost to, uh, to Tyson Fury. And losing to Tyson Fury, wow. Do you see the picture of Tyson Fury last week? Um, I don't want to knock anybody. Yeah, okay, well, He looks like he's 400 pounds. He's 400. If he isn't between 370 and 400 pounds, I'm, I'm, I'm dead, dead wrong. And guess what? I, I guess weight pretty good. And he's got to be between 370 and 400 pounds. In other words, his boxing career is done unless he wants to come back as a cartoon character, maybe a circus clown, 
at like 300 and something pounds because he's never going to lose that weight. He's never going to lose that weight. I'll say it again. He's never going to lose that weight. You know, Larry Merchant, the HBO godfather, the Hall of Famer himself last week, he, he talked about how Furian has different concepts. Uh, his life as a traveler. In other words, he lives travel. He lives in a, in a, in a I don't, can't believe this. The guy lives in a mobile home and travels around the country, travels around Europe in mobile homes like these, these bands of gypsies. I don't think that's right because I've seen Tyson Fury's girlfriend and she looks hot. Then I seen Tyson Fury last week at 400 pounds say to myself, he looks not. So what does that mean? Hmm. That means that Tyson Fury is done. And Huey Fury, of course, who's going to Tyson, who's going to challenge Joseph Parker for the World Boxing Organization heavyweight title. We'll talk about that in depth next week. But he'll be challenging for that title in April in New Zealand. Um, the father is not able to go. So there's a father, there's, 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 the father's got like two charges of sex crimes against him. And, you know, the people in New Zealand said, we don't want you. You can't come. You're not pardoned. If you're a felon, you're not pardoned, baby. You're probably not going to New Zealand anytime future. Sergey Kovalov. Wow. Because he's a Charles Manson of boxing. I'll get into that tomorrow, of course, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The Sunday edition will focus on Willie Pep, the great Willie Pep, one of the greatest boxers of all time without Without a doubt, you couldn't have a top 10 in boxing without having Willie Pep in it. And folks, if you don't know who Willie Pep is, tune into the Sunday show, Ring Talk Live Worldwide Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, March 26th, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the Willie the Wiss special. Of course, you're tuned to Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel 203, the American Forces Network, iTunes.com, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com. Man, I keep going, but the bottom line is, I want to say hi to all my peeps down there in Las Vegas. Listen on K-Ship. What's happening in Vegas? You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I am Pedro Fernandez. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Text me if you like. We're talking MMA in the next segment. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone at just a few days. So if you have knee pain 
back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. What do you do if your child can't hear or speak? Where do you go? Weingarten Children's Center provides innovative and effective therapy and education services to children with hearing and communication challenges to show that these children can have a voice. Support our programs by attending Tee Off for Our Kids, our benefit golf tournament on Monday, April 17th, hosted at the exclusive Peninsula Golf and Country Club in San Mateo, with lunch, golf, and dinner included. Buy tickets or support today at listenspeaklearn.org. This advertisement is neither an offer to lend nor a commitment to funding. Pun Funding is a marketing and information firm for businesses. We needed cash. Fast. Business is good, but this is an emergency. We needed some new equipment. The banks wouldn't help us. Need cash for your business? Call Pen Funding. We help small business stay in business. If you're in business six months with $10,000 per month in sales, you probably qualify. Call Pen Funding now. Call 800-766-4055. 800 I called Penn Funding and had my money fast. Penn Funding helped me stay in business. Penn Funding helped us grow. Penn Funding can save your business. We can help you grow your business. Make the call now. If you need cash for your business, call Penn Funding. We help small business stay in business. Need cash for your business? Call 800-766-4055. 800-766-4055. 800-766-4055. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Nunez's hands are down, and she's walking Ronda down. She tags her again. Over and over. Amanda Nunez. Darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a set going strong, a lot of things going on. The man of the hour has an air of great power. The dudes have envied him for so long. My mother told me it's never bragging when you're telling the truth. The bottom line is, <laughs> I was looking at the headlines saying that Sears, the Sears Roebuck story, the chain is about to close. They say that it won't make 2019, things like that. You know, my mom was a 20-plus year employee for Sears, and 
And she said a lot of things when they closed. And she told me when they closed the store, I think it was in 1991 in San Francisco, that they hadn't had anything in the Goodnet store in 15 years outside of Kenmore appliances and Craftsman tools. And you wonder why they're going bankrupt? I'm not. My mom knew what was going on. Now, last week, the UFC, of course, invaded the O2 arena. I'm talking about London, England. The main event, Jimmy New and Corey Anderson. Well, let's hear the fight in detail. and We'll talk about it afterwards. But the England-Nigeria representative, Manuro, will have a very slight half-inch advantage. For the main event introductions, we hand it over to Bruce Buffer. And UFC fans watching around the world, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. You both know what I expect. Protect yourself at all times. Obey my instruction at all times. Fight hard, fight fair, fight clean. Touch gloves, back to your corners. It's the main event attraction. Five five-minute rounds in the light heavyweight division. Okay, gentlemen, first a round. Top ready to fight. ten clash. Bring it up. Let's look out for two things. We're looking for the overhand right and the left hook to the body of Jimmy Manuel. And we're looking for Corey Anderson to start moving away and counter-striking and then level changing for that power double. Anderson twitches and faints with his body. He's aware of that one, really knows how to turn it on. Sometimes you can force people to shoot out of panic, and that was almost, oh, there's that left hook to the body. It's almost like that, that was the first shot from Corey Anderson was because... Anderson gets better and better every single time we see him. His last win against Sean O'Connor was lovely, showed his full arsenal. Manuel will be happy that he's defended that first takedown. But the work rate of Corey Anderson, look at that movement, Pat. He keeps dropping his weight over onto his lead leg. Defends the takedown beautifully. A scramble here, he's back to his feet. That's good work by Corey Anderson. Manuel gets impatient. Oh, that's a lovely left hand. Jimmy Manuel is one bad mama jammer. Holy smokes. Wow, I, I don't know what to say. I, I really don't know how to put it. I mean, that's that, that one punch knockout, that left hook was like, wow, it was like an Ernie Shavers type of left hook when Ernie Shavers was the hardest puncher in the history of boxing. I kid you not. Uh, boom, lights out. The guy went down. He was concussed on the way down. I'm talking about Corey Anderson. And, of course, Anderson was being built up all throughout that the uh, the that that short round. I mean, they were telling about how good he's getting and how how he's improving this and that. But Jimmy Manua is one bad dude. In fact, Jimmy Manua, with that type of punching power, his confidence, he says he's learned off his losses. I think that at 205 pounds right now, he is the number one contender. There's just no doubt about it. John Jones, of course, is the champion uh, in kind of put this hiatus per se. Of course, suspended for steroid issues. And, of course, Danny Cormier, the current champion, is going to take on Rumble Johnson. We'll get to that in the next pay-per-view event. But, you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at Corey Anderson and saying, you know, here's a really good fighter, and Jimmy Inouye just destroyed him in three minutes and five seconds. What does that tell you? That tells you that Jimmy Inouye is the real deal at 205. As I said, the number one contender 
bar none at light heavyweight. Now, speaking of welterweights, Gunnar Nelson continues to win. Took out Alan Juban, of course, with a submission, a guaranteed guillotine choke, 46 seconds into the second round. Man, nothing but impressive. Nothing but impressive. And one guy did retire on the card. I do want to mention this. Brad Pickett. Brad Pickett was a long-time UK type of a UK-based MMA fighter. He just was. I mean, I used to call him one punch, and he wasn't a big guy at five foot six, hundred thirty-five pounds. Of course, uh, sometimes he fought at one twenty-five, and then fought at one thirty-five, basically for the the uh, part of his career. But he went up as high as one fifty-five. But at thirty-eight years old, after thirty-nine win, thirty-nine fights, and twenty-five wins, it was time to hang it up. Of course, this was his walkaway fight. He walked away with a loss. And it's nothing to be ashamed about. Mario Vera came in on last-minute notice and did beat him. But the bottom line is Brad Pickett was one hell of a dude. Now, we look to the future of the UFC. Now, I would talk in depth about UFC, of course, the upcoming UFC event, meaning uh, the light heavyweight championship, the aforementioned Danny Cormier, of course, Rumble Johnson rematch. But I'm not going to. I'm going to talk instead about Michael Bisping defending the world middleweight championship against the comebacking Georges St. Pierre. Now, about 10 days ago, they held this presser, and I tell you what, if you're for the faint of heart, well, they censor most of the stuff. But the bottom line is, Bisping and, and GSP, this is how they went at it in their presser. I'm sorry I'm late. I've had a hell of a day. Uh, and it gets better. We can't find Michael Bisping. What fighter has been more stood up at press conferences than George St. Pierre? The answer is zero. Anyway, on a positive note, George St. Pierre is back. The landscape in mixed martial arts change all the time. Um, and we had up, up, ups and downs in discussion. It's been a long time, a long process. Um, I want to say thanks to the, the UFC, thanks to my management team uh, to make that possible. And, uh, well, I, I, at one point after UFC 206 uh, Toronto, I, I kind of lost hope and then it bounced back and they announced me the great news. So uh, I'm very happy to be here. There's a lot of different things that have to happen. Once we, once we know where George is, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll set the date. I'm hoping and aiming for this, you know, and probably in July. That's, in, in a perfect world, I would love to see this fight happen on International Fight Week. If I come back as the same Georges St. Pierre I used to be when I, when I was very successful, I'm going to have a very bad night, the night of the fight. If I come back, it's because I am. My trainer are, and my training partner are all convinced that I'm a better version than I was when I used to compete. I believe right now I reached the perfect peak of athleticism, knowledge, and wisdom as a fighter, and I'm going to prove it to everyone. No one gives George, everybody, I'm sorry I'm late. Dana, my apologies. George, my apologies. Um, everybody gives a f that you're late. Sit down. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I think Vegas got the best out of you, unfortunately. Yeah, it doesn't matter because I'm going to get the best out of you. So shut the f up. Now you Listen, are. Now you are. You're talking about being a f welterweight. You are a welterweight, okay? I'm a middleweight. I can't wait to square up against you. Stand up. Stand up and look at the size of me and look at the size of you. Go back to Canada. I think you should shut, shut up. You're embarrassing yourself right now. Are, are you still drunk right now? Are you still drunk? Or what, what, what's no, going on? No, but I'm going to go. <laughs> but that, what is going on with him? I'm going to go have a Your beer. voice is kind of... What, what is happening with you? My God. Are you, are you LT? Are you okay? Is it is up, uh, up here? Is it hey, hey, you hey, get hey, hit too much or what? Hey, hey George. I'll go out on an all-night 
Bender can still beat you, pal. I respect you coming back, but I know why you picked me. You think I'm an easy fight, just like Anderson did, just like Luke Rockhold did when I knocked him out in the first round, just like everybody does. Yeah, Luke Rockhold. Um, just like everybody does, and time and time again, I proved them wrong. So this is the guy, the greatest of all time, didn't want to face Anderson, didn't want to face Anderson when he was the man, but he comes out of retirement to face me. Yeah, real good fighter. I just wish Michael Bisping would have come out with a different song than all the guys that I've fought before, you know. Oh, you're just an athlete, blah, 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 you're not a fighter. Uh, I, blah, blah, my journey blah, in mixed blah, martial art is more than, than, than legit. I've been, I've been at incredible obstacle, you know, I, I've fought guys, I had to come back. Uh, Carlos Condit and everybody, I, I, I've, I've fought Hendrix, everybody, BJ Penn won, I, I came back like I, and I fought and I, sh and I showed true heart. And uh, that's why I'm here today. I'm not a, an easy target, and my journey is honorable. GSP, trying to be polite there, trying to be cordial, of course, with Michael Bisping. Impossible. Bisping is like the, well, he's a foul-mouthed you know, individual that you heard, but he is a middleweight. And he does come in at 185 pounds, which means he walks into the octagon probably about 200, 203 pounds, okay? George St. Pierre, on his best day, will walk in this octagon maybe weigh about 177 to 170, maybe 180 as far as maybe max, I think, for weighing in for this fight, for 185-pound fight. I couldn't see him putting on that much weight. It would slow it down, slow him down, I believe. Um, but he's going to come in a few pounds under in order to try to have that speed edge. But will that speed edge be enough? Because after he weighs in, you know, maybe 180 pounds, uh, 179 pounds, is he going to go up 20 pounds like the other guy? Probably not. Probably not. You know, I mean, I don't know. Huge size advantage for Bisping. Huge talent advantage for uh, George St. Pierre as far as pound for pound is concerned, skills are concerned. Um, but then again, you got to realize St. Pierre has been off a long time. He's getting old. Of course, Bisping's old as well. And Bisping, of course, drinks a lot. He does drink a lot. But, you know, can I say he shows up on fight day. He's always ready to rock. Now, besides the upcoming UFC schedule, I'll get to that in just a real big second. The 25th of March is Cage Legacy is going on. And that's coming to you from Ireland. That's pretty good. That's before, obviously, the MMA going on over there. Showtime Championship Boxing coming to you from Manchester, the UK. Jorge Linares and Anthony Cruella. And it's Glory 39 coming from Brussels. That's the MMA schedule as far as today's concerned. Take that back. KO Night Boxing on CBS Sports Network. Nico Hernandez and Patrick Gutierrez. That's tonight from Kansas City, Kansas. So that's some of the fight schedule, of course, for tonight. Talk about March 25th, 2017. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking the world of mixed martial, mixed martial arts this segment. What's happening with Chris Cyborg Santos? Hmm? And, you know, I've got to say goodbye to somebody and we uh, come back after this anyway. The bottom line is you are tuned to Sports Byline.
unheralded upstart heavyweight champion of the UFC, Stip Miocic. Stip Miocic is the man. He, he put Cleveland on the map before anybody else did, and you got to give him credit for that. I think uh, he's going to be fun to watch, just like I was talking about with musical chairs in, in the middleweight division. He's really made the heavyweight division an exciting time right now. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Looking at the Bellator schedule, looks pretty hot, man. I like this Saturday, of course, June the 24th on pay-per-view. Wow, live on pay-per-view, 10 p.m. in the east, 7 o'clock in the west. Chael Sonnen and uh, Wanderlei Silva, Battle of Old Guys, and Fedor. 
Fiora Milanenko and Matt Matroni, of course, Matt Matroni being Fallon Fox's number one fan. Of course, that's going to go down in June. But the 31st, live on Spike TV, that's next Friday night, of course, King Mo and Rampage Jackson. Of course, Rampage, former light heavyweight champion, former pride champion. Well, sort of long in the tooth. How long? Way long. I mean, like, way, 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 way long. He, his teeth are so big, his teeth are so long, he can't get a mouthpiece for him. He's got to be close to 40 years old now. And all the miles put on his body from all the beatings, I mean, he's taking a lot of lickings, whether he's whether he's whether he's got a good winning record, but he's taking a lot of beatings. And I just think that, you know, King Mo, they're trying to push King Mo as a light heavyweight, heavyweight in between. We'll see what happens there. Of course, this fight, I think, is going to be held at 220 pounds. March the 31st, live on Spike TV. Check out your... TV channel and, and uh, TV schedule for the actual time on that. Of course, I want to mention this before we let you go. Man, a lot of things happened this week that have been bad, I mean, and good. Of course, there's, there's affordable health care for everybody until we can figure out a way to fix Obamacare. Obamacare hasn't been broken, okay? We need to fix it. I understand that. But friend of mine, professional friend of mine. Of course, I've had him on the show in the past. Talk about the man that's a legend, both in the world of wrestling entertainment, both in the world of professional wrestling, and there's two different worlds there. And of course, boxing, MMA as well. I'm talking about Jim Ross, the guy that created the Fight app, F-I-T-E Fight app. Of course, his wife died this week, of course, the age of 55 years old after being rear-ended when she was riding a Vespa. Not a good thing. Not a good thing, no doubt about it. But man, you know, I don't know if a helmet would have worked. But last two weeks ago, uh, some people were in Mexico, some California tourists were in Mexico, and they were rear-ended, and two of them died in the car. Two of the three people died in the car. The kid was just brought back this week, so two parents are dead. I'm telling you, people are rear-ending people. Are you texting? Uh, I learned that one. You don't text and drive, man. Bottom line is keep your eyes on what you're doing. If you're driving, keep your eyes on the direction in which your car is going, being forward or backward. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast. Until next time. Peace, love, much respect.